This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. I thought it would be kind of a mellow one today because we are at Fantastic Fest hanging out in the highball, which is the bar attached to the Alamo Draft House South Lamar location in Austin, Texas. <laughs> See, that's how you get them going. But you guys can tell that you guys are a mellow crowd, though, because normally just mentioning Texas in front of Texans gets a much bigger reaction than that. And I'm not judging. I'm just pointing it out. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, coming out for this happy hour edition of Doug Loves Movies. I think I already mentioned most of the stuff I've got written here on this piece of paper. Oh, it's Friday, September 25th, 2015. 
Yeah. And I know a lot of you guys have uh, festival badges, but some of you must have also brought some sort of name tag. So may I, may I see those briefly? Dude, where's my Carla? And it's, I think that's me saying that. So that's offensive. And uh, <laughs> Metropolis got changed to Metropolis Chris? Okay. And uh, <laughs> Keith's right up front with what? A.B. Keith's of Death. Have you done that one before? It sounds familiar. <laughs> but you did a great job, Keith. And thanks for contributing uh, to the prize bag. I got something from him. I love, I love the flashlights on your uh, signs. Well, it's good to know that some people brought some. Thanks. You can put them down now. And uh, good luck to everybody in being chosen. I think it's a pretty good uh, prize bag today. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm here for the uh, entire festival. All of Fantastic Fest. And uh, next Wednesday, September 30th, I'm doing a Benson movie interruption of Roar, one of the most fucked up movies ever made that Tim League fell in love with and made sure that the world got to see more of. And I'm also screening my movie, which, uh, you know, that's how cool Tim League is. I'm, I'm pretty sure he hasn't seen it at all, uh, but it's going to play here in the festival at midnight uh, next Wednesday. And, uh, you know, it's about Comic-Con, so that fits into uh, a Fantastic Fest. But it's hard to get the, my documentaries into film festivals because they're the most stress-free and uh, incident-lacking documentaries <laughs> of all time. Uh, my next stop on my world tour is Toronto, California for the Just for Laughs uh, Festival on Saturday, October 3rd. I'm doing a Douglas movies, and then I get to sit on the couch uh, and be therapied. Is that the right word for it? Uh, I would be therapied by uh, Dr. Katz from the uh, famed uh, cartoon show. Uh, Jonathan Katz is going to be there. On Sunday, October 4th, I'm doing stand-up at 420 at Helium Comedy Club. It's a gas in Buffalo, New York. And after that, I'll be at Hell Yeah Fest, a very positively named festival in New Orleans, douglasmovies.com for all the uh, dates and deets that you need for all my upcoming shows. I gotta plug in my iPhone because I have a sneaking suspicion the new iPhone came out today, right? And mine this week just took a complete shit and it does not, char does not hold a charge at all. I have to be plugged in just to use the phone. So that's a, they're just getting me to get the new one, right? Uh, your phone's working? Yeah, barely. <laughs> Marvin Martian. <laughs> My phone's barely working. That is not lovely. All right, here we go. Boom, I'm plugged in. Thank you very much. Um, the prize bag today is, I was just on at midnight a few days ago, so I brought a nice... Le uh, I almost called it leather. Yes, I brought a leather bag that they give you when you do at midnight. Last night they had a uh, opening night party of Fantastic Fest and the opening night film that they had the premiere of was called uh, February. So I don't... It's kind of a leap there, but they decided that the opening night party should be Christmas themed because they were showing the film February. <laughs> yeah, that's Fantastic Fest for you. Yeah, I guess you can't really build, you know, February. What are you going to do, have a fun party about Black History Month? 
which actually would be. I'll, su- I'll suggest that for another time. But um, uh, they, for some reason, dropped a bunch of balloons uh, during the party that included... Uh, it's deflated now, but when you blow this up, it's, uh, it looks like a turkey. So I put that in the prize bag, because that's, that's not the kind of thing I'm going to fly home with. And then uh, we've got a shirt from a Cafe Ruckus, uh, Keith Ruckus's place that uh, he, he's clapping for it. Uh, <laughs> right here in Austin, Texas, opened uh, in 2013, and it's going strong. Good, strong coffee. People love it. What's, what's the street address, Keith? Come on, you know it. You got this. You got this. 209 West 2nd. Yeah, yeah. Go check it out, you guys. Cafe Ruckus. Uh, the nice folks from Chameleon Cold Brew Espresso Coffee gave me something that I'll never drink. So I put that in the, uh, in the prize bag. Uh, I tasted it, though, and it's, uh, you know, it tastes like uh, espresso, but they told me it didn't have any sugar in it, so I like that. Uh, we got a copy of my CD, Professional Tool, and the, promotional, not professional. But that's, that would apply, too. I'm a professional tool. And then, who's, oh, whose CD is this? I don't know. It's just called Dank, but I, I don't know who the comedian is. I can't make him out. But that's from a Special Thing Records. And... Boy, I just got so much stuff in here. Oh, a shirt from our friends at Chameleon Glass and from my hotel room. Again, something I'm not going to enjoy myself, so I put it in the bag. Uh, They gave me some uh, trail mix, uh, and it's called Austin Nuts. Are they good? All right. Keep it weird. Uh... (laughs) So uh, my Austin nuts are going in the bag and uh, all this other stuff, plus what my guests brought. But before I bring my guests out, I saw a friend of mine wandering around outside and he's waiting for, he can't be here for the whole show because he's going to go see a movie. Well, he can tell us about it when he gets out here. Let's have a big warm welcome for Kumail Nanjiani, everybody. Kumail, get up here. Hello. Goodness. You said I was wandering around outside. As you were, if I'm a you were talking on the phone, actually, and I like knew my show had to start in a little bit, and I didn't want to interrupt your phone call, but I also wanted you to get off the goddamn phone so I could ask you to do this, and thank you for doing it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Describing me like a derelict. <laughs> I just saw Kumail wandering the streets of Austin. Do you want to be on my show? Well, that's what you do when you're in Austin, right? You just wander the streets. It's a good wandering streets town. But it's, it's raining uh, pretty heavily outside. And before the show started, we had a, a building-wide uh, power outage for a second or two. So we're hoping that doesn't happen again. Because movies only run on electricity. <laughs> you can't have a guy just describing, okay, John C. Riley, um, the credits roll, then John C. Riley. I heard, f- I heard for Anomalisa, which I just saw, that they have all the puppets standing by and they could just perform it that way if need be. Is that good? Did you like it? It is the weirdest. I can't even, I can't even begin to process how I feel about the movie, but it was certainly worth seeing and, and fascinating throughout, but also uh, a, a strange and kind of unsettling experience. Is it one of those, like when you're, like, when you're done sometimes, you finish a movie and you're like, I get it. 
And sometimes you're like, what was that? Which one was this? It was, I get it? <laughs> what was that? Like it had certainly strong elements of each. Like, but also the, the Q&A, I only saw the first few questions, but that sort of already kind of answered some of my questions. Because there's things that you can't watch the whole movie and then afterwards not wonder about. And they're happy to explain them. It's not like they made one of those movies where, you know, like uh, David Lynch or somebody, the last thing he's going to do is tell you exactly why something happens. Or if he does tell you, it's, the reason doesn't make any sense at all. You know, these guys, they knew what they were doing, and they said, this is why we did it. And I went, okay. Okay. I like that. Because sometimes that can be frustrating. Like when Ridley Scott recently was like, oh, yeah, Blade Runner, he was a replicant. And you're like, come on, don't tell us that. <laughs> Leave that for us. It's The weirdest thing about it for me is I couldn't stop thinking of uh, uh, Team America World Police uh, while watching it. Because it's it's you know it's puppetry is uh, going on and uh, and it's um, but it's kind of it's more of a drama it's a drama it is it's, it's not a drama with puppets it's not whimsical it's got humor and it's got humor that you and anyone else who travels a lot will totally appreciate it's got hotel room humor <laughs> it's got stuff that happens at hotels that you go yes. Of course. Does it have airplane that humor? Happens. Airplane food humor? Uh, no. They do have cute little airplanes, though, that uh, take off and land in, in the movie. Like, they do establishing shots and, and stuff. Like, they, they do it all, but with, uh, you know, uh, animated miniatures that uh, have to be moved by hand by, uh, like, 14 people that made this movie over a two-year period. And... Uh, was Charlie Kaufman? He I'll take any questions you have about a film that I did not have anything to do with. <laughs> was Charlie Kaufman there? Yes, and he he spoke afterwards along with his co-director, who was more the animation side of it, I assume. Yeah. And uh, he, w when they passed him the microphone, he he answered pretty briefly, and then and then passed the microphone away. Sure. So that's why he was. We were not able to secure him to be a guest on Doug Loves Movies today, which was, of course, attempted because the guy's a movie genius. You know, adaptation and then, uh, being John Malkovich. I see a Eternal small door. Sunshine. I see a small door anywhere. I go, oh, John Cusack's office. I say that every, <laughs> every single time, because of that movie. So uh, yeah, uh, it would have been lovely to have him, but he's just not uh, talking about. You know, he's doing the one Q and A that he has to do to promote this, this odd movie that Paramount picked up and is, they don't really have anything that's a big awards contender, so they're going for it. They're gonna try to get like best picture, best screenplay, oh, wow. best animated movie, and in all cases, uh, it'll be interesting to see if they pull it off because it is a weird movie. Did you just walk up to Charlie Kaufman and were like, uh, I do a podcast. This is what podcasts are. Well, that's why I was surprised. I was surprised that he, why he said no, because I went up to him and went, hey, man no I didn't talk to him at all it you was... saw a small door that's John Cusack's office anyway not no. that we have a rapport going no a very attractive uh, publicist uh, or, or actually her position's higher than publicist at Paramount uh, did the asking and he said no so I don't think he likes doing this sort of thing yeah or he I... doesn't like me that could be it I don't think, I would be very surprised if he really knows any of us exist. In the sense that it's, we're not in his reality, I don't think. We're not in his world. Well, certainly podcasti podcasting <laughs> doesn't come up at all in Emilisa. But you know what does come up in it? Airplanes? An, an explanation 
of why it's called Anomalisa. Is it's it? Good. It's good. It's one of the better. You know how most movies, like, yeah, okay, I get it. It's called Larry Crown because you have no, you, you ran out of, you, all your creative juices were spent writing the screenplay. And when it came time to name it, you're like, this is named Larry Crown. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we did Forrest Gump. That worked out okay. Uh, it was great when I played the title role in Philadelphia. So let's yeah. just call this one Larry Crown. Yeah. Uh, John Carter was a good one. Right. Well, they took off the Of Mars. They That's got rid of that, which would have been a good clue that you're in for an insane movie. Yeah. It's a shirtless guy on Mars fighting lizard people, and it's called John Carter. Great. Great work. <laughs> so what are you about to go see that uh, keeps you from joining us for fun and games? I'm going to go see a movie called Tale of Tales. John C. Riley is in it. Okay, that's, I'm there, right there. That's all you got to say. It's like a fantasy anthology from what I... I don't want to read too much. I just want to read enough to be like, all right, that's the one I want to see. So I'm going to see that one. Then I'm going to see the secret screening, uh, which is going to be great. Uh, I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> someone's laughing like everybody, he knows. Everybody thinks they know what it is. Are they right, probably? I think so. They're probably right. I think it's so legit. So it's exciting. I'm very excited about it. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to see like five movies a day over the next couple of days. That's my plan. The hardest part is that the food in there is so good. So I also end up having five... You have a meal at fi five times. Five yeah. meals. Creme or at least brulee drinks French toast. or something. Because it's just exciting to be able to order stuff. It's like saying no to the in-flight food, you know? It's like yeah. not... On the plane, the food's not that great, but at least, you know, it's something to do, and you're, you're excited to participate. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm going to... It's like you're flying the plane. I'm going to start with creme brulee French toast, then I'm going to do a snack, then I'm going to do a burger, then I'm going to do a full dinner, and I'm going to close it with creme brulee French toast. <laughs> Just to, like, give it the circular structure. Can I give you a, a, a little uh, life hack when you're ordering food here at the Alamo Draft House? Please. Uh, since you are having so many meals, they'll let you uh, ask for stuff from the kids' menu, even if you're not a kid. So you can get like a smaller version of like the uh, chicken strips and fries. Why would I want a smaller version? Small <laughs> a smaller. Okay, so you're saying you're just you're gonna get no. the five meals and you don't mind how huge they are? No, I honestly have been planning for this weekend. For this is very nerdy, but for a few weeks I was like, I'm gonna be super healthy. I'm gonna be careful about what I eat. And then um, I'm going to eat two creme brulee French toasts tomorrow. <laughs> and a huge adult-sized chicken strip, because that's what I am, Doug. I'm a fucking grown-up. It's Texas. They're still pretty big, even the child's <laughs> portion. Yeah. A child portion in Austin is uh, two adults in L.A. Yeah, so that's, uh, well, for everybody else, that's my little tip to you. I didn't know you could just order off a kid's menu. You try that in, like, in a restaurant, they, uh, they really give you the hairy eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I mean... I it, want a goddamn Happy Meal! Uh, sir, this mm -hmm. is Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else are you excited to see, Kumail, while you're at the festival? I'm really excited about this movie called Evolution. That sounds awesome. And I'm really excited to see The Witch. That's the last movie I'm going to see. The Witch. The Witch is a movie. It's about a witch. And she's a witch. <laughs> and the preview, it's not one of those where you're like, is she a witch? Is she not a witch? What's this about? In the preview, it starts with her killing a baby, rubbing the blood on a broomstick, a broomstick and flying on it. So you're like, oh, this is a real fucking f witch. 
straight up witch. This isn't like like full blown witch. Yeah, she's got f- full blown these witchcraft. It's not like a fucking sociological comment on the Salem witch trials. I don't need any more of that. I know how to feel about it. They were terrible to those women. This woman is a witch. That's what confused them when they went to do the trials, is that, you know, one of them could really be a witch. They could really be onto something. I mean, I kind of see their point, because it's like, you don't want even one witch, so better to kill everyone than have one witch. What if it turned out the only way you could kill a witch is by drowning them? And then they're drowning all these witches and, and, but, uh, you know, that are probably not witches, but even the ones that are, are drowning, so they just they assume they're right every time. I think that's exactly what happened. That's really what happened? I think it was like, oh, if we, I think it was, from what I remember, witches can't drown. So if you're innocent, you drown, and they're like, oh, well, we fucked that up. And if someone doesn't oh, down, yeah. drown, then they shoot him because she's a witch. But everybody drowned. I made that up. I don't know how they did it. That sounded so legit. I, it is something it like did, that, I, though, I right? I've heard something like that. It was something like that. She's giving me the thumbs yeah. up. I don't if they know if think you're a witch, you're dead either way. Because also, you know, how do they back down from that? Oh, sorry about the witch yep. thing. Yeah, oh, God. S- sorry about trying to drown you. Huge misstep. Yeah. Um, we'll give you CPR. Oh, wait, we don't know CPR yet. <laughs> they didn't know CPR back then. That's, the, that's what you have to know going into that joke. So Sunday night in this very space, you are going to have to miss a movie or two on that day because you are going to do for the second year in a row a performance of The Meltdown with Jonah and Kumail right here on this very stage. Yeah, it's going to be great. We had a great time last year. Doug, uh, you're going to come talk to... I'll come do a little time on stage and uh, you got a couple other comics lined up and uh, it should be a a pretty fun show. Yeah, and Jonah and I are both going to do individual stand-up sets. So it's just going to be a great time. And right now I feel fresh and excited and in two days I'll be a shadow of my former self. I'll have eaten many adult chicken strip meals. So you will see uh, me at the end of my rope. But it'll be fun. And you'll see him on various uh, parts of the rope uh, over the next few days uh, hanging out here at at the festival. Who here uh, snuck in tonight? Didn't sneak in, but who came in without a festival badge? Just came by just for this. Oh, lots of people. Okay, great. So what's what's the ruling on uh, Sunday? Can they do that then as well? Yes. You don't. Yes. This guy knows. Yeah. Um, he says anybody can come in and uh, anybody enjoy can come the show in. Sunday. Yeah. So just come in. It's a free show. You don't need a pass or anything. Just come in, hang out, have fun, say hi afterwards. Run out of things to say. <laughs> Please run out of things to say. Yes, please run out of things to say when you're talking to me afterwards, because I'm a busy guy. That would be great if you're in a bad conversation, you just point at them and be like, run out of things to say. Are we done? It's time, yeah. No, it's, uh, everybody here is so nice and uh, has just the right amount of things to say, and we look forward to, uh, we look forward to watching you wandering around the streets of Austin. Kumail Nanjani, Thank everybody! You. Go enjoy your goddamn movie. Make me sick. <laughs> Just turn on him now that he's gone. Tale of tales. That can't possibly be good. <laughs> 
All right, you guys, let's get my real guests out here. Please give a big warm welcome to John Smith, John Erler, and Chris Cubis. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi, Doug. Welcome to the hey. show. I feel like uh, the Bill Maher's show, the way I interviewed one person for a little while. Now, now let's see our panel. That clock kid really had it coming. Didn't, he, didn't yeah. Bill Maher say that? Fuck that shit. <laughs> Bill Maher was both ways on the clock kid. He said that the clock kid... Um, uh, he's first a of all, Muslim, okay. Clock, he clock said he was very smart and, and you know, shouldn't be in trouble for making a clock, but that also he shouldn't wonder why everyone thought it was a bomb. Which, whatever. I mean, it's a quick little, little jump to judgment. Especially when they're saying it looks like a movie bomb. You know, it looks like from Die Hard or, you know, Lethal Weapon or something. A cartoon. It's, yeah, and it's like, well, then why do you think it's a real bomb if you, if you describe it as a movie bomb? Am I right? Yeah. That's a good point, Doug. Yeah, yeah. Was it counting backwards or was it just a regular clock? Like... <laughs> Yeah, that right? should be the clue. I think was it beeping with each second, so yeah. you know exactly what's going on. And w when you look away from it, did a strange amount of time pass? But <laughs> when you look back, it wasn't quite. <laughs> it never syncs up. I'm watching a movie right now where somebody says something about uh, you know it'll take two minutes. Time me, and uh, I want to go back and watch that scene because at one point, at one point the guy goes, "Your two minutes is up." and I want to watch that scene again and see how long it was. Are you you're Great currently story. watching this movie? Yeah, I'm in the, you know, Netflixing right. it, and I had to stop it because I had other things to do. I had to come to a movie festival, watch <laughs> movies, <laughs> and do a podcast where I talk about movies. Whenever I watch playing. a movie where someone has to swim underwater, I try to hold my breath to see if I'll make it. Uh, here's, here's the really sad part. I cheat all the time <laughs> by myself if I'm just watching... Big Trouble in Little China or something, and I gotta swim through that tunnel. I'm just like sneaking, breathing through my nose, smoking weed. Yeah, I get it. Uh, <laughs> I was uh, told by Jeff Tate that uh, Tom Cruise is underwater for like, because he went back to see Mission Impossible Five: Rogue Nation again. And I said, do me a favor and time how long Tom Cruise is underwater. And I think it turned out to be like five minutes or some ridiculous. <laughs> Some impossible amount of time for him to just hold his breath and s swim around. All but of his own stunts. Don't yeah, but let's meet all of our guests, you guys. They're on the end, just spoke just now. Please give it up for John W. Smith, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. The W is silent. W. Hi, Doug. What does the W stand for? Have I asked you that before? No, it stands for Walter. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, it's that's, a name. It's a perfect place for it in the middle slot. It'll do. You don't see a lot of young Walters. Not anymore, no. Yeah. Walter. Oh, look at Koenig. that little 10 year old Walter. Walter. What? Who's the youngest Walter? Who is, you mean Benjamin Button? Who are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. I don't know any Walters. Yeah, there you go. And uh, you are, what's your title here at the festival? I've got like three or four of them. I'm the, uh, the creative manager here at the Austin Alamo. There so. you go. I booked some of the movies people watch. 
Beverages are coming. And beverages are Was coming. Was that John's beverage? John, give John that beverage. I already had a beverage. John, John. I will take this one for later. Oh, thank you. All right. <laughs> thank you, Wiley. I, I ordered that because he ordered one there. What a guy. No, it's fine. I'll get to it. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't seem like. I, I guess we need John a third wants one. that one. That was for me, right? This that was for you? That was for me. That's his. Let's get confirmation. That wasn't your backup beer. That Are was his original beer. beer. All right. That's his straight We're up good. first beer. We're good. Doug loves beverage. Especially Tito Beverage is my favorite person who makes uh, vodka and his last name is actually Beverage. <laughs> Only in convenient. Austin, man. Only in Austin. And um, there you go. There's your backup. Here you go, John Erler. Can I get a Very backup good. Tito's and soda, please? Backups for all of my friends. Wiley, I'll have two more. Thank you. And um, Anyway. Yeah, so I, I book movies here at the Alamo. Yeah, yeah, and you also, I got to see you on Wednesday night, as you do every Wednesday night here at the Highball, mm -hmm. uh, run a, I, I, pub quiz doesn't sound like the right expression for it. No, it's a, it, you know, it's a trivia night, pub quiz, whatever you want to call it. It's called Geeks Who Drink. They do it all over the country, uh, something like 30, 35 states. I've been doing it here at the Highball for be six years in January. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, uh, the longest relationship of my life. <laughs> With trivia. Yeah. I've been married for 10 years, but I don't count that. Um, no, yeah. Uh, do it all over the place. Shit, I've already spilled the beer. Wiley, we need another. Um, I'll take that one. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, Eight-round quiz, Wednesday nights. Uh, we're kind of Thank in you, the Wiley. scenery here. Thank you. I know, I know two people named Wiley in this town. <laughs> Is the other one a coyote by any chance? That's John Erler, everybody, Woo! of Moto Panakeku. What? <laughs> Master Pancake, the, the comedy troupe that takes down, that no movie is yeah. uh, un unmockable or safe. What's, are you, uh, you got one coming up this weekend? Uh, we are doing uh, Jurassic Park this weekend in honor of September here at the Alamo Draft House. Septemberg. We're, celebra we're celebrating the work and oeuvre of Steven Spielberg all month. Mm -hmm. So we, did, we just finished mocking Raiders of the Lost Ark. How was that? You're, what is that tone in your voice? That it's such a great movie and so much fun to watch that like, you know, just making jokes throughout uh, you know, could annoy the, uh, the fans. I know. I, I had that same worry. And people kept coming up to us and asking us, how can you do Raiders of the Lost Ark? And my response is just, I just am tired of making fun of Twilight and Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I just need a break. We, we're going to make fun of a good movie. We're just going to watch it and make a couple jokes. And I hope that's okay with everybody. There's still things to make jokes about. And yes. as... Uh, There's a lot of continuity here. As Dana Gould pointed out recently on the show, uh, Indiana Jones accomplishes nothing in that movie. He's terrible. He, he, his presence isn't even needed at the finale. Yeah. The Nazis could just open it up and all burn to death. And he, Indiana Jones doesn't have to even need, be nearby. And he knew that was what was going to happen when they opened it. And he could have just kept his stupid mouth shut. <laughs> That's basically... That's Dana Gould's theory, yep. not mine, but I agree. <laughs> it's absolutely true. Also, he's a terrible archaeologist. He's unethical. He steals treasures from indigenous people, doesn't give it back to them, and then he loses that treasure to a smarter Frenchman, which is not cool. So he's, un he's unethical and incompetent. That man with the beret over there got really burnt by that comment, John. Sorry, Frenchie. <laughs> That's not a brand. That made it all better. Same thing. When That's you insult a Frenchman, call them, say, sorry, Frenchie, and they are 
Totally back in business. That's a Newsies cap. That's not a beret. Same difference. No, it's worse than a beret. Yeah. It's definitely worse. I'm sorry. Somebody yeah. had to say it. It's, this is an intervention, Frenchie. It's a child's beret. It's a child's beret. It's an interfrenchian. And Chris Cubis is here, everybody! You can uh, definitely go the wrong way. We, on uh, movies people like and making jokes during, we interrupted Labyrinth in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, a, a lot of people showed up not knowing it was an interruption. Right, and just happy to see he, their favorite. People were angry that we were making fun of Labyrinth. And I was like, have you seen David Bowie's cock? Because it's pointing me, it's poking me in the eye like it's 3D right now. There's stuff to make fun of in this movie. Yeah. No, I think almost any movie, like heavy, heavy dramas, most of them you probably wouldn't want to get into. But, but most all other movies, I think, especially if everybody's seen it before, if it's a classic or whatever, why not? Yeah, yeah have some yeah. fun. You've seen it already. I'm not spoiling shit. Yeah, yeah. Just don't do uh, Sophie's Choice or, <laughs> would be an example. Eh, well, yeah, yeah. Schindler, Schindler's List. Yeah, yeah, that's the classic example. I tried to do something different <laughs> and then still landed on Holocaust. <laughs> yeah. Still, that's still the number one most depressing thing you can uh, feature in a film, I guess, right? <laughs> what about Life, is, is, Life is Beautiful? Can we make fun of Life is Beautiful? No, because that's a Holocaust movie and a comedy, so that's like two strikes right there. Right, but some, so much of the comedy isn't, isn't funny. It's just him being falling down and shit. Have right. you ever mocked a comedy? Like we, we at Master Pancake generally shy away from that just because even if it's a terrible comedy, it's probably hard to make fun of a movie that's making jokes itself. Uh-huh. So what So we've never I mean you've never done but, but, it? We've we've done Home Alone. That's probably the closest thing to a comedy that we've done. Yeah, that doesn't or, count. Or Back yeah. to the Future. Like Back, Back to the, the Future's got some which, funny parts. It's like an action comedy. Breakfast Club? Uh, we, yeah, we've that's is that a comedy? I think so. There's some funny I moments. I think it's supposed it. to be Ferris Bueller? No, we wouldn't no. no. Never do that. Are we just naming Name movies, some more movies. <laughs> deciding if they're comedies or not? No. Peace from to see this? It's time for my new game, Comedy or Not a Comedy. <laughs> I'll name a movie. Uh, Biodome. Is, is Home Alone 2 a comedy or not a comedy? That is a cautionary tale about neglectful parenting. Is The Good Son a comedy or not a comedy? Not How a comedy. Slapshot. No, Slapshot? Comedy. Okay. Did I win? <laughs> uh, have you guys been to the movies lately? Uh, I know you've probably been too busy. The festival just started, so you probably haven't seen any things that are playing here. But uh, John W., mm -hmm. what was the last movie you saw? Last movie in the theater. Uh, the other day we, we did a double feature of a couple of Bill Murray movies. On Bill Murray's birthday, we were trying to, to guilt him into coming, and it didn't work. Um, <laughs> But uh, come on, no. man! It's your birthday. Yeah, That's what right? you said to him. That's that was it. It's your fucking birthday. You should go on a trip to us. That was the entire on your birthday. What a special the treat! That's the entire be marketing for you. campaign was entirely centered around guilting Bill Murray, and it didn't succeed. I did have a cardboard cutout of him, though. Uh, we, we we played Lost in Translation, and then followed it up with uh, Nothing Lasts Forever. That's the uh, that's the unreleased. 
movie that Chris has never heard of. Never heard of that no, it's, movie. It's done by uh, Tom Schiller in the early That's 80s. A, it's in black and white. That's right. Yeah. How big is Bill Murray's part in that? Only about 15 or 20 minutes. But, no, 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 but, but Bill Murray had said, uh, this, is, this is a movie that you guys should play at retrospectives of my work. Like, he, he actually really cares about it. Uh, and it, it rarely ever plays. It's not on video. It's not on streaming. Like, it's never actually done a real release. Is it a comedy? It is a comedy. <laughs> There you go. Put that on the list. But it's like, you, you know, remember uh, Schiller's Reel on SNL, whenever yeah. they go to that, it was like at the end of the show and it was in black and white mm-hmm. and, you know, you'd go to sleep. You like, oh, yeah. wake up the next morning going, oh, I fell asleep during that stupid yeah. black and white thing. <laughs> it's a whole feature film of whole that. Whole feature film of that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You can slumber throughout it's, the entire it's thing. It's whimsical and in black and white and oh. has lots of SNL people in it. It's got Zach Galligan, pre-Gremlins. Oh, yeah, guys, relax. <laughs> apparently, apparently, he got high school credit for making it. He was like 18 or so. He has That's a, nice. And has a sex scene. So there you go. Good for you, Zach Gallican. Does John. he fuck a gremlin? <laughs> that might make this interesting. In in the sequel, yeah. you, you got to be careful because you can't get a gremlin wet after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Yeah, that Gremlin was nice. pussy. That was nice. I'm trying to get some jokes in this some bitch. <laughs> John Erler, movie so, movie you've seen that you weren't interrupting, mocking. Uh, I uh, probably shouldn't admit this, but I watched Aloha the other night on Amazon. On purpose? I did. I did. I'm a I'm a big Cameron Crowe fan, so I got to be a completist about it. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's why I should see it. I, yeah. I, I think I've seen everything else he's done. Yeah. I'm curious to see how, how does she play Asian? Is she any good at Asian? You talking about Emma Stone. I'm talking about, Emma, I'm talking about the woman with the largest eyes on the planet yeah. playing an Asian woman. One, who is, who's supposedly, she's a quarter Chinese and a quarter Hawaiian in the movie, which is... That's half Asian. Yeah, that's right. I, I don't know if Hawaiian counts as Asian. They're like yeah. Samoan or something. Yeah, she's probably... Samoan or what? something. Does, who knows? I don't even know how to have this conversation with you. <laughs> if you I don't, don't know, I don't yeah. know what to say. I know I look like the guy from Booyah Tribe. I get that. That's a deep cut for Samoan references. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It was good. If you like a Cameron Crowe movie, you'll like this one. That's okay, my, that's, that's my recommendation. Interesting. I, I like all this stuff. He's like a modern day Frank Capra. He's just like sweet and fun, and he has a good. Uh, he has a good. He always puts a good soundtrack on his movies because he used to work for Rolling Stone. And uh, I like all this stuff, even if it's terrible. I liked I Bought a Zoo. I liked Elizabethtown. Shit, nobody's with me on any. <laughs> wow, you're really audible groaning everybody <laughs> out yeah. with this. Like somebody just vomited in the third row. <laughs> Elizabethtown. Have you actually seen it and didn't like it? No. no. It's the only movie I've ever walked out of. Jerry actually. Maguire. Singles. Are any of these comedies? What are we doing? Yeah. I don't know. Comedy. Doug, comedy. help me out. Yeah, I can't help you out, buddy. Shit. I, even when I go back and watch uh, Almost Famous, it's one of my most cherished and uh, equally, almost equally hated movies because just from line to line and scene to scene in that movie, there's things I think are brilliant and great and things that I think are just so awful and they just, they're like nails on a chalkboard. What are the awful parts? Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon's character? That's interesting that you'd say that. I don't mind Jimmy Callum. He's actually really good as a slimy mind. agent in that. Yeah, I don't mind him because, yeah, he's slimy in it. I don't mind that. And it's funny, I just watched... I thought you said slimy Asian. Yeah. And I was half, like, whoa! Half, half Asian. Yeah, he, he plays uh, Emma Stone's uncle. Yeah. And, 
Oh, uh, I just saw a movie called um, Supermensch, uh, The Legend yeah, 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 of Shep yeah. Gordon. That's cool. And uh, it turns out that he uh, lived, it was basically his story that he tells everybody about uh, being on a plane interviewing some, to interview some band. And, uh, or, uh, you know, he wanted to manage some band, and so he was interviewing over something. But they were on a plane, and that happened, and some guy confessed to fucking some other guy's wife or something. <laughs> and, uh, but in the movie, it's like, you know, everybody on the plane makes a confession, and the, and the, uh, the crashing plane, it's plummeting long enough for each person to have <laughs> their moment, and some are touching, and some are hilarious, and then the plane levels off, and... Uh, so your problem is, when it, is the it took too long for the plane to, to not crash in Just the movie. whole sequence is just like, you know, any one of those things happening while they were crashing would have been pretty spectacular. It's like in, uh, you know, James Bond card card playing scenes, poker playing scenes, where somebody's got a full house, somebody's got four of a kind, somebody's got a straight flush, flush, and he's got a royal flush. Same thing in Maverick, where it's just like, well, come on, you guys. Uh, like, one good hand could have been one other good hand, but there's not going to be five. That never so it's happens. Like a, it's a movie plane crash and not a real life plane crash. Well, that's the thing about Almost Famous is that a lot of it feels very uh, biographical and uh, honest. There's a lot of uh, real stuff in it. That's as, probably why it's his well. best movie. Because he wrote from the heart on that one. Maybe. Yeah. I dare say his best movie is Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. Oh, but he didn't direct it. He just wrote True. it. True. Yeah. I'm more of an Elizabethtown guy myself. Oh. You've got to be I've fucking never, kidding me. I have never heard of that movie until yeah, yeah. <laughs> three minutes ago. Uh, say anything. i got to throw say uh, anything. Yeah, no, no, I take it all back. Say anything's the absolute head and shoulders best that he wrote and directed. Uh, that movie's nearly perfect, I'd say. Yeah. Even, though, even though Jeremy Piven is in it. Uh, not, a, not a fan of the Piv? I love Jeremy Piven. I'm a big to be Piv honest fan. with you, I just knew it would get a laugh. All right. I, I always like to imagine that, uh, that Lloyd Dobler grows up to be Rob from High Fidelity. Yeah. That's the progression of his life. You know, the, the guy with all the, uh, with the, the aspirations and the, the hopefulness and just gets the shit beaten out of him in the 20s once she leaves him and uh, becomes this awful, ter terrible guy. You know the girl in Moonrise Kingdom? I don't know her personally, no. But you, <laughs> can you picture her? Sure. Yeah, oh yeah. And yeah. how she behaved and what happened to her? Absolutely. In that movie? She grows out to be Lana Del Rey. Oh. <laughs> and... <laughs> she really does. I'm not kidding around, you guys. <laughs> fucking Wes Anderson I created fucking... time travel. I can't argue with that logic. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Uh, would you see a movie lately, Chris? I think a couple. I saw uh, the the uh, Call Me Lucky, the Barry Crimmins documentary. Oh, Bob excellent! Bobcat Goldthwait directed amazing. that. Has anybody seen it? Nobody? Amazing it's really documentary. Good. Yeah, about, you it's see it's it. a, one of those documentaries where each uh, there's something new that kind of comes along in each act of the movie and yeah. each section of his life. And it's uh, it, 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 I did not know uh, much of what yeah, yeah, happens yeah, in it, G, yeah. and it's very eye-opening and uh, also. And, who, and Bob Heck always just a great documentary maker, apparently, like documentarian, whatever the fucking word is. But like, yeah, no, he's, he's, he made a really good movie. He's really come along as a filmmaker. Like, I love World's Greatest Dad, and uh, sure, I uh, like his movie. Yeah. I, I like his movie. This, this was his first documentary. Mm -hmm. I think, no, I think it might be his that. jam from now on. Then I also I saw Pixels, which might be the opposite of the movie we're <laughs> wait, talking about. Wait, where is really? that playing on a double bill? Where can I go? <laughs> <laughs> if you thought what happened to Barry Crimmins was bad, nobody's going to get that reference, but it's pretty funny. Um, yeah, I saw Pixels. 
That was something. I, that existed. There, it's, it's, it's not as bad as I was expecting, but I think only because I went in expecting the worst thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's not that. But, but Peter Dinklage is really funny. And then they managed to cast another little person that looks exactly like Peter Dinklage to play young Peter Dinklage. Really? Like, he, like he might have a son. Like he looks exactly <laughs> like him. You know, th- they can have children, you know. <laughs> it's, yeah, wait, the, they can have, people, people that are in pixels are allowed to have children? Right. <laughs> they have penises and vaginas just like everybody else, just like me and you. Do they work? I don't know. Any, are we just going to get in the house? They better now? work it, girl. All right, you guys. <laughs> I know, weird transition. Uh, I, I saw... Oh, another one. Oh, I you saw, just got a lot of movies. Uh, Forget the that, games. I saw that Vacation remake. <laughs> oh. That, that pain, pains right, somebody in the audience. Right response. Oh. That was an Elizabethtown response right there. At one point in Pixels, Qbert pees himself because he's afraid, and like yellow pee, like pixels come out of him. <laughs> That's how little you have to say about vacation as we're back on Pixels? No, I was going to say that I kind of like, it's a, that is a better joke than anything that happens in the vacation ah, movie. Ah, I see. Okay, you're using uh, it it's, to compare. It's, yeah, it's really The bad. vacation movie was strange to me because it just, it was trying so hard to repeat the tone. It was like what they tried to do and I think succeeded with the Fargo TV show where they tried to take the tone of the original Fargo but not, not the same story. Exactly. And they did a great job with that. Sure. Maybe even improved on it in some ways. But the uh, vacation sort of does the same thing but it's like shows where that can go bad because I like all those actors Sure. but just watching him be try to be you know uh, watching him be all uh, Clark Griswold frustrated all the time yeah, yeah. was just also a note that he played for the last seven seasons of The Office. <laughs> right. And I think Ed Helms is like so versatile and great at doing a lot of things sure. that, uh, you know, that was also frustrating to see him, him doing that. That's, yeah. I, I really Finally, was, a serious oh, discussion yeah. of vacation reboot. I was going to say, that took a much more straightforward tone than I expected that conversation to take. But was it a comedy? Yeah. No. I, I don't think it, think it was. Oh, no, it wasn't? I mean, kind of like RV. That wasn't in a, a way. Like, <laughs> if a tree falls in a forest and no one can hear it, if, a, if someone makes a comedy and no one laughs, is it a comedy? There's always some. Wow. Just like just now when you said that, there's always somebody <laughs> that'll laugh at anything. It's just we all take turns. Everybody's got a comedy that none of their friends like that they think is funny and they don't know why everybody's not on board with it. Yeah. Ishtar. That's a great example. There's a lot of people who really defend Ishtar. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do not. I'm not one of those people. Uh, it's I a think, great non-Cameron Crowe movie. I think if they got different <laughs> actors to play those parts, it could have been a great movie. But I just, I just don't buy them. Warren Beatty trying to play a dumb guy. Oh, he's great. Does. <laughs> oh, doesn't, he's so does oh, not work great. for me. It doesn't work. I just, he Fair just enough. seems too smart all the time. I, I can't argue with you because you're the host, but you're absolutely wrong about that. When else did Warren Beatty successfully portray a dumb person? Or are you saying that this is an Anomalisa and uh, he's only done it the one time, but he still did it brilliantly? I'm going to go with that one. Okay. Uh, this is the part of the show where I say, let the games begin. And this is how shitty my phone is. Like Having it plugged in this entire time, it still hasn't even started to charge. I don't know why, oh boy. what to do differently to get that to change. There's a little yeah. surgy oh protector boy. on. Well, it's just one game we're not going to be able to play, but I think we're running long anyway, so it's not going to be that big of a deal. But I still want my phone to work again someday. 
You know, like later today, I might want to check my messages. Hypothetically. It's just on that. It's just like saying a little bit of red and then fuck you. <laughs> That's as far as we're going to go. Fuck you, man. I even moved it into a different part. Of the, oh, look at that. That means life, right? Yeah. The apple is life. Who's fucking, who's been eating my apple? Who they already took a bite out of my apple. All right, so uh, pick your name tags, and while you do that, we'll do this. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you in part by our friends at DraftKings. Your season-long fantasy football team may be going strong, but you don't have to wait until week 16 to get paid. Put your fantasy skills to the test every week this season at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments. Got an injured player? No problem. It's like a new season every week, so you're never stuck with the same players. And get this, DraftKings is crowning a new millionaire every week this season. You could turn your love of football into a life-changing payday. Just pick your players, pile up the points, and pick up your cash. That's it. Believe me, you've never experienced football like this before. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use the promo code MOVIE to play for free for a shot at $1 million in this week's Millionaire Maker event. Enter MOVIE for free entry now. Only at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. Beetlejuice. DraftKings.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We're back. We're back. Yeah, John W. Smith, who are you playing for? Uh, Chris, he has a name tag that says Metropic Chris. Yeah, I saw that one at the top of the show. It's Very good. creative. Very creative. Very creative. Nicely done. John Erler. Uh, I picked the biggest, sparkliest one. It says, dude, where's my Carla? Another one that I cited at the top of the show, nicely picked. And uh, this one is pretty cool. This is a, a, it's, it's a 3D name it's, tag. Yeah, it's, it's Piranha 3D, but it says, it says Peraro 3D. Is that your name? That's your last name, Peraro? Last name is Peraro, okay. And it's like got a fucking piranha coming, sticking through it, like a rubber piranha. And he's in the. It's, you can see it in the back too. It's, it's a, a male one. It's oh, oh it's fuck, a real it's a one. Real, it's like a lacquered piranha. It's eighty. Holy percent, shit! Those things are fucking evil. Can you see its face? It's yeah. They're fucking scary looking, man. It's eighty percent more three like D behind it actually. Yeah, that's great. I like it a lot. I bet you piranhas are biting their own tongues a lot because <laughs> they're just so. <laughs> Just be hard not to do that. Can we get another drink for Mr. Oh, Cubis? Oh, sorry. I was, yeah, thank That's you. That's all good. Uh, love that name tag, uh, Miss Pirano. Good, Pirano. Good Pirano. I love that movie. Yeah. 
<laughs> I do. You said it's, it's real, though. It's funny that I would go. It's male. Like, what does that have to do? With, what does that have to do with anything? Why would she yell that out? It's a male piranha. Does it have a dick? <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, we're gonna play a few games, and it looks like my phone is getting somewhere. So maybe we'll maybe we'll get to play some uh, reverse Malton. Mm-hmm. But let's start with something I like to call "How much did this shit make?" Uh huh. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll name a movie and then each of you guys have to guess how much money that movie made at the domestic box office in millions without going over uh, and it's uh, this isn't like a shitty movie this is one of my favorite Austin movies uh, and one of my favorite weed movies which you could pretty much say any Austin movie is probably. I'm having trouble thinking one now that I guess Bernie isn't really a weed movie, even though it sounds like Bernie sounds like should be about a guy who... If, if you want to get the tax credit, it has to have a weed scene. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, but this movie wasn't a hit at the box office, uh, which I thought was a shame at the time and uh, to this day. How much, according to boxofficemojo.com, did Dazed and Confused make? And we'll start with Chris. How much do you think Days and Confused made at the uh, North American box office during its entire theatrical run of a few days? I'm going to say $18 million. Maybe a week. $18 million. That's not a good amount. Okay. Thanks, I guess. Yeah. Sorry, Miss Ferraro, but not no. off to a good start. No, not a not a lot of money. Didn't oh, yeah, okay. 18 million is not a lot of money. Yeah. So, true. you know, right. a movie. I agree. I'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like half that. John, uh, I'm going to go lower than that. Um, for no particular reason other than that I really can't go higher. Um, and he was an ex- executive producer on Days to Confused. He's <laughs> <laughs> burnt by it. They might not even know though, you know, like sometimes these numbers Nobody I'm going to say uh, 11 million. Okay. Mm. Yeah. John I'm, W. I'm, I'm going to bid $1, Bob. <laughs> Always a smart play in this place, in this case, it really, and in this place that we're at right now, the highball, it really paid off because it only made $7.9 million. Oh. So close, John. John E. That just sounds like I'm calling you Johnny. I'll take it. Johnny. Johnny. So uh, John W. wins the first game, and that means he has to go first in this next game. The Treacherous. And uh, Difficult. Build the time. Yes! I love this game. Chris loves it. Some audience members love it. Others are completely baffled by it. I love it as a fan. And what its appeal is. And... uh, Let's keep it rolling. Let's do uh, the same movie. Let's start building a title off of Austin's own Dazed and Confused. So you have to, uh, John, you have School to come up with... School Dazed and Confused. School Dazed and Confused. I didn't even have to explain it to him, you guys. Yep. He just jumped right in. I was going to... I was pre-guess, and I was going to say Father's dazed and confused. Ah. Yeah, and, I, and on top of that, then you could say, in the name of the Father's Days. But anyway, that's, that's, that's an alternate, that's alternate a sliding doors Gwyneth Paltrow oh, situation. Yep, absolutely. That's not what's really happening right now. We have to go to John Earler. Sam Levine shit you just pulled right there. Right. 
Uh, John? Uh, I'm going to say back to school, dazed mm-hmm. and confused. Yep, you just pulled a triple Lindy on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Chris? I'm going to say uh, back to school, dazed and confused cars. Yes, that's exactly what I pre-guessed. Confused cars, which I would love to see that. The third in the trilogy of Cars films <laughs> takes place in a mental ward for cars. All right. Uh, we've got back to school days of confused cars. We're back to school days <laughs> and confused cars. We're back? The dinosaur movie. Yeah. Okay. The animated dinosaur movie. That was the whole title or it was We're Back, colon, the dinosaur movie? I think it was the latter. What? Defin- definitely the latter. I don't think that's Shut a legal title. You think it's called We're, We're Back is the name of We're the movie? We're Back! Exclamation point. That's the whole name of the movie. That's the whole name of the movie. That can't I'm, possibly be true. That's it. Is it? Okay, one guy's... We got a guy confirming up. it. He doesn't look like he has Beard. children, so don't believe him. He looks like he spends a lot of time around children, though. It's just called We're Back. Illegally. That, All right. Is the apostrophe there? All right. I want, to, I want this to be clean. Yeah, no. <laughs> You do. Don't oh. worry about the apostrophe. Uh, never John, you got to have something that ends with we, or we're, or begins with cars. Uh, that new Grateful Dead movie focused on Peter Weir, and it was just called Peter Weir, I think. So Peter Weir back, I think you, et cetera. You, you, what? Yeah. That was just called Peter Weir? It's, yeah. It's There's no called, way. That, yeah. You can John watch Carter, Larry Crown, Peter Weir. <laughs> that's right. Peter Weir. Okay. Yeah, that's not right, All right. Though. That can't possibly be lie, true right? That's a lie, though, right? I think he just made We're that not, up. You're not going to just let him have that. Did, I think I am going to let him have that. Poor shit. Oh, shit. There's uh, no reason to throw glasses around, Chris. Shit. So I can just make up a movie with Peter in it then? Is that where? Well, we'll see when it's your turn if I agree with what you make up. It's my turn right now. Okay, go. Okay, shit. Uh, Something that ends in Peter or begins with... uh, Cars. Cars, yeah. Cars. Car. Ooh, boy. Ends in P? 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 (laughs) Pete? Uh, uh, Carson City. See, that's that's t- definitely a movie. That's tell way us, more. I tell promise us about you, there's the film. way more of a movie what's, than fucking tell Peter me, Weir. What's Carson tell City? Tell me about, about the film Carson City. It's a what fucking happens western that? that takes place in Carson City. That's a movie I want to see. It exists. I promise you. Who do you think's in it? Uh, uh Jimmy Stewart. Uh huh. Go on. And. Carson Daly. Oh, he's great. He's great in it. He's, he's very young. Yeah. He's a very young Carson Daly. If you're looking up Carson City, you better also look up fucking Peter Weir. I promise you that. <laughs> Carson City from 1952, oh. starring Randolph Scott. Opposing forces clash when construction engineer Scott commences building a railroad through Nevada in the 1870s. Oh, a Western. Okay of its type. What kind of sentence is that? Okay of its type. Wait, is is Carson Daly in that? No, but Raymond Massey is in it. Okay. I I thought he said that Carson Daly had to uh, to be in it. Is Peter Weir in the movie that doesn't exist? Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm looking up Weir back first. I'm starting at the... (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, the correct. I like a live correction. As long as department. we got this out and we're looking up shit. I don't like a live correction. Yeah, it's correction called department. We're Back, a dinosaur story, motherfucker. Oh, well. I feel like I'm the only one who's named only movies that exist. <laughs> I don't know. I can't wait to see what it says for Peter Weir. <laughs> no results. Yeah. yeah, it just says 404 page not found <laughs> in IMDb. How long ago was this Peter Weir movie you just speak of? It came out this year. There's, there's an apostrophe in there, which you're probably not um, putting in your search. All right. No, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's Peter Weir, A Dinosaur's Tale. Thank you, so this whole game is built on lies, basically. <laughs> uh, I can get a John shot. W. needs a... Oh, you want a shot of what? Jameson to celebrate my victory. Oh, that that's a fun game. way to do it. Shit. Also, can we keep... I, I, I'm cool if we just keep... Oh, I don't know. We have time. Huh? I would keep playing Build a Title. I love that movie. Well, we're going. We're going. Okay, Carson good. City kept us going. Kept us alive. Fast. So you need something that uh, ends with Pete <laughs> <laughs> or uh, begins with City... John. Uh, okay, so, so what's the full title so far? Peter, we're back. <laughs> so two lies right up top. Perfect. Two right. school it's days and confused cars on city. <laughs> of lost children. Oh, okay. <laughs> John? Ren and Stimpy, the movie. There was a big Ren and Stimpy lost the movie. children Pizza? and Stimpy. Ren and Sti children and Stimpy. But and but Stimpy. it's called Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. I don't think there's oh, ever yeah. been a Ren and Stimpy. I don't movie. think there has. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's a that's tragedy. More of, it's more of a, yeah. That's more of a wish <laughs> than right, a so than a correct answer. Okay, that was my joke answer. My <laughs> real answer. was... What? Children of a this lesser god. This is fucking anarchy. <laughs> children of a lesser god. I'll take that. Uh. If, uh Check on the rules. Thus don't count, right? Yeah, you just dropped those. Cool. Uh, Peter Weir back to school, dazed and confused. Carson City of lost children of a lesser gods must be crazy. The, and the softball lobs over to Mr. Smith. Oh, okay. A yeah. movie that begins uh, with crazy. All right. So it's, uh, it's Peter Weir back. <laughs> I like how they think they have to say the whole thing again. No, it's just fun. <laughs> it's the fun part. Back to school, dazed and confused. Uh, cars. Uh, Un city. And city. Of lost cars children. Cars and city. Ugh. Cars and the city. <laughs> children of, uh, what, what, lesser, God. of lesser gods must be crazy heart. Yes. Crazy heart. That's another softball, I think. John. Uh -huh. yeah. So the title, full title again is what? <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for it? Here we go. Yeah. And God's must be crazy heart. Heart or anything. So they made a heart to heart movie. It's just no. a movie. Oh, no. <laughs> Stephanie heart Powers, heart Robert Wagner. There's so many to so, choose from. So he's out, right? He's out, yes. All right. Yes. Heart, heart of the city. Uh, heart, heart crazy heart condition. Condition? What? Heart condition. I like it, yeah. Good. It's a real movie. That's a real movie. Is yeah. it? Who's in heart Richard condition? Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Shit. Yeah, we don't really need to say anybody else. I don't know if I could think of him. And I Harvey Keitel. <laughs> uh, um, 
Can you think of anything that begins with condition? John? Um, there was that documentary that looked into the world of conditioners condi and, con sh and shampoos. Condition Buck. Conditional buck. Does that work? Conditional buck. Conditional buck. Conditional buck. Conditional buck. Yeah. Conditional buck. Thank you. Glad I have your approval. Appreciate it. Thank you. Gee, I wonder what Chris is going to say with buck. You don't have one? Not off the top of my head. Movie begins with buck. Hold on. Yeah, you know it. Could end in Peter. <laughs> uh, 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 a condition cold buck. Oh. I mean, I had that guy I at the bar decided it. to tell you. Where'd you come I, I, from? I'm sorry he said it, but I was. I I do love that movie. He's looking around like uh, I, didn't, I didn't do it. Why don't you go sit in the back? <laughs> no, seriously, don't spin around in your chair. Just go back in the back somewhere. Because you said it quietly, but loudly for us to hear you. Mark. I mean, I'm just going to take it. Uh, just pay your bill. <laughs> oh, fuck, but I don't have it. This guy I don't relocate. have it. Yeah, that's a good idea. I don't, have the whole, I don't have the whole title. Go. I don't have the whole title. Okay. So Buckaroo Banzai is not helping me because I don't have the whole. Oh, it didn't the, help. You didn't oh, maybe I do. I'm just going to say help. it. Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension. I, the fact that that guy said it, I'm not going to give okay, it well, to you. Okay, well, then I'll do. But, okay, was that right? You though? got a different one. Okay, maybe. I think you're close, right? He was close. Huh? Shh. Yeah, Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension. That's yeah. what it was called? I yeah. thought it was like more words than that. I believe there are more words. There's a lot of words in that. Topic. Yeah, it's like his adventure in the eighth dimension or something yeah, like that. I don't that. think so, but whatever. <laughs> Buck. Hmm. I'll look uh, it up, uh, motherfuckers. Uh, 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 hold on. Fuck that one. Uh, Condition Buck Company of Men. If you can get um out of his, I can get cuh at the end of mine. No, but also you're the one that agreed with his uh at the end of there. I didn't know you were setting it up so you could get a cuh. Yeah, Chris, it was a group decision. You were fine with it. Yeah. What was your... Uh, I'm looking up Buck Buckaroo Banzai. What is it? Oh, uh, yeah. Also, it doesn't start with Buck. It's oh, the, the Adventures, Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the 8th dimension. So that didn't help anyway, the guy that tried to help. So but yeah, Buck I'm sorry I made you move. Um, Uncle Buck Company of Men. Yeah, no, that, I'm, not, I'm not accepting that. But why not? It actually makes sense. But his does not, doesn't make sense to Buck. me at all. Yeah. His, his intention Buck was malicious, company. so he should still be Buck banned. Company yeah. men. Yeah, you Can I add one? With... All right. This is... You know what I mean. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. What about that, John? Uh, Uncle Buck Rogers. Mm-hmm. Sure. What did that, you I'm think? sure that was a movie, right? What did you have that was Buck that you thought you had? I didn't have one. Oh, okay. I thought I, I thought I had one, but then I lost it. I mean, I wasn't right. You know what I mean? Like, you'll think, yeah, you, yeah, you'll, yeah, yeah. you'll yeah, start you think to think, it, I got that's it. Right oh, name, that's yeah, Buck yeah. is the second word. Yeah. I, I got one. Oh, okay. Oh. Can so I you're, you're back in? I should, uh, yeah. Fucking this rule. This the weirdest game This ever. is like the Republican debates. Everyone's just <laughs> yelling at each other. I was kind of racist earlier. Everything makes sense. What's yours, John? Uh, this is just for fun. We're this just game, for fun. This game yeah, ended already, 20 minutes ago. You already won. Just for fun. The bucket list. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. bucket list. Bucket list. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's it. Terrific. Just for fun. Just for fun. That was a good one. Listo de Schindler. That's the Spanish title. <laughs>
Can we play Spanish? Can we play Spanish titles? All right, let's play a round of Last Man Standing. Yeah. Let's quit fucking around. Let's do it. Um, Maybe I get a vodka tonic. Oh, is that what you want now? Yeah. Have you ordered a different kind of beverage each time? No, it's been vodka tonics and then just one shot. Oh, okay. What kind of vodka are you drinking? Uh, I well. Really? Yeah, we'll give you a like a ah, Tito's shelf, enough. Tito's, Tito's situation. Enough. Yeah, yeah, let's just get, there. get him a bucket. Get him some Tito's. That's all. Just Thank whatever, you. man. I'm Skip a well kind of dude. Yeah, one. Well, let's have a round of applause. They worked so hard during the festival for the whole staff. Yeah. Everybody He's, works at the highball, which has worked harder than anybody else. Yeah, they're just swamped the entire time. So they, I appreciate the hard work that they do. And uh, does anybody? I think the first three or four rows are my. Uh, uh, people, folks that live here in town that just came down and crashed the festival to join us here today. Thank you for doing that. So, uh, in fact... This guy's really eager. Is he? I didn't notice. Yeah, he's been he's, doing this. He's fired up. You got a good, you got a good name for Last Man Stanton? Paul Giamatti. Paul mm. Giamatti. Wow. Yeah. That's a good name, but also a troubling name. Paul Giamatti. Okay. Um, Ooh, that's, yeah. Right? It's like you certainly could think of some, but he's... Yeah, 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 for sure. He's, uh, he's one of them actors. So the idea is we're going to each take turn on stage only uh, saying Paul Giamatti uh, films that he was in or had something to do with, and then uh, if you can't think of one, you're out. I, I, I don't, I'm not feeling confident, but we start down there with you, sure. John. Uh, I'll go for the most recent one, Straight out of Compton. Sure. Okay. If, uh, I'm next, so I'm, I like to play in this game. Thank you. Um, so I uh, might as well just knock these out right away because if you have a band, you should not hire him to manage you because he will fuck you in so many different ways, emotionally, financially, love and mercy, love and mercy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Chris. Confidence. Okay. I don't really care how you feel at this point of the game. <laughs> no, the movie. I just want to know the name of a film. I named it. That features Paul. It's called Confidence. Okay. Stars Rachel Weisz, Ed Burns, Dustin Hoffman. Somebody gave us Rachel Weisz as a, a name for this game one time. Mm -hmm. And I, I beat them with my microphone until they were dead. <laughs> John? Uh, going to go for Sideways. Oh, that's oh, yeah. my favorite. Giamatti performance. American. Someone just went, ugh. <laughs> well, yeah, he wasn't the most lovable guy to be around, but he sure was good. American Splendor. Mm-hmm. That's my absolute favorite of all, the, of, all, of all the Giamatti performances. And not Academy Award nominated, which was just stunning to me. Uh, I just saw him the other night. We did an interruption out in L.A. of San Andreas. Ooh. Ooh. San Andreas. He has the immortal line, get out of the desk! All right. John W. He, well, I just said that. American Splendor. He said American Splendor. Oh, wait. He said American Oh, so now it's on Chris. No, it's on you. I just said it. San Andreas. San Andreas. Oh, San Andreas. Right. So it's on me. <laughs> Shoot him up. Shoot him up. Yes. Ooh. Very tongue in cheek, that movie. I like that movie. Yeah. That's how people have to say it. <laughs> I'm a little defensive, but yeah. I, gotta, I liked it. Come on. It's fun, and I got a, a man crush on fucking Clive uh, Owen, so yeah, fine. Yeah, he's good. I like that guy. Croupier. Sure. If you haven't seen that. Paul Giamatti is not in that movie. No. John? 
Uh, I'm going to go for an obvious one, the, the Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Why is Why that is an that obvious, obvious one? Your turn, John Smith. <laughs> it's on you, man. Thanks, Sorry Miller. I stole a good one from <laughs> yeah, you. That's, that was the one on, on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, he played uh, Cindy Lou Who in that he one. He sure did. Yep, he sure did. Okay, okay. okay so John Erler's out. Uh, probably the first one, least I'd ever heard of him in, uh, Private Parts. Yes. On, on Netflix right now, actually. Pig Vomit, that's Pig right. Pig Vomit. Yes, okay. Um, I'll go with uh, one of his early hits and say... Big fat liar. God damn it, that's the one I was sitting on. <laughs> I had that in my back pocket. Uh, okay. <laughs> Paul Giamatti. This Fan- should not be this difficult. Fan- He's got at least 20 more movies. Fantas- I can't think of another fantastic one. Fantastic actor. Yeah. Uh, John always, Adams. Always terrific. That's not me naming a thing. I'm just making sure I'm talking about sure, the right sure. actor. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> You might. By the way, we never went through the prize bag. Um, oh yeah. I mean, I never got the prizes from you guys, so I'll, I'll get them as soon as we do the, finish this. Oh. Uh, uh, Paul Giamatti is an actor who starred in a film you know called. and love called. Fuck it, I got nothing. I'm out. Oh, he's out. I got nothing. John W. Mission Impossible Three. No, no, that's Philip Seymour he, Hoffman. He's, he's not in that. Okay. That's Philip Seymour just, Hoffman. I'm, come on. No, I, I, I ran out. Really? I'm out. Oh, wow. Indeed. <laughs> oh, wow, indeed. Sorry. Um, he's in Lincoln. Oh, oh yeah. I never saw Lincoln. That's right. right. Yeah. Um, what did we miss, you guys? <laughs> Lady in the Water. All right. 12 Years a Slave. All right. I, Lady in the Water. movies with slaves in them. I don't watch those. That's, he doesn't watch those. Do what? He's in Planet Big Mama's house. John Dies. Oh, fucking! I do like that movie. <laughs> Shit. I like how when Cinderella Man. Planet, Planet of the Apes. Of course, uh, I didn't recognize that, him. Uh, excuse me, that was a CGI Man monkey. That moon. wasn't Paul Giamatti. Man on They're the easily moon. confused, but that was just a CGI monkey. I liked how when I said Mission Impossible three, like twenty, it almost people, flew. They all agreed with me. Like, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. They have a a Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman yeah, thing. Absolutely. With Philip Seymour Hoffman oh, and, not and as much That's going to happen a lot guys. less. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> no, fuck you, groaners. That's a great joke. Thank you. Good work. But he's so uh, John lasted, the, John Smith lasted the longest, so he's our winner of that game. And um, thank you. Real quick, tell me what you brought for the uh, prize bag. Uh, I, thanks to the very nice folks at Transmission Entertainment, have two three-day passes to Fun 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 Oh, neato. I'm going to be there. You're going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. Come see Wu-Tang Clan and fucking Cheap Trick and D'Angelo and all kinds of awesome shit. Cool. Tignataro. It's a great fucking lineup. It's going to be awesome. And Andrew WK is going to be there. I heard he might be partying. Whoever. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, whoever wins, just find me after the show because I got to get your information. Well, yeah, yeah, go find him after the show. You're going to make us f- yeah. look like pieces of shit after this. The What's best you, way to get his attention is... Did you bring a hat is... or an old shirt or something? What? Yeah. I'm looking in that bag. Yeah, I don't I've, know. I've whose got bag the is this? I've got the H-E-B bag. John, uh, what, 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 what do you got? What 
What's all this stuff in the HEB that's, bag? That's my stuff. But how much stuff did you bring? A ton. I he, just threw yeah. some shit. That's Tommy. What? That's Tommy Wiseau from the room. He gave me that underwear, and I'm like, thanks. I had an extra pair. That's an original program from Star, Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Jesus. That is. Uh, that's the official Bats magazine. <laughs> the Bat Conservation Organization. It's the winter issue. A lot of great oh. bat stuff. That's from uh, Chameleon Coffee. That's a, it's uh, a big bottle of the same stuff I brought a little bottle of. Uh, that's right, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to steal that. Delicious. It's really good stuff. That's just like $10. I'm yeah. stealing that. I got paid $2,000 <laughs> for that. <laughs> oh, hang on. Oh, I'm getting a call. I was basically call just... saying ignore the rest of the stuff in this bag. Basically, yeah. I brought a landline phone. You brought phone. a landline phone. I'm never going to use it again. The fuck? So there's that. <laughs> That's right. You just brought a landline phone. Yeah, I'd say we do a tribute to office space and smash it right in front of everybody. Oh, shit, yeah. Do it. Do that shit. I don't care. I'll play Ghetto Boys and everything. Let's do this. Some so, Mr. T cereal, another Austin favorite. Yes, sir. What else we got? Die, motherfucker. Die, tickets, motherfucker. Tickets to do something. No, just some uh, Alamo Draft House passes. Yeah, yeah. Alamo Draft House food and beverage. Yeah, food and beverage for how much? And a bumper sticker. Ten whole dollars. Ten bucks guys. food That's and beverage. Right. It's uh, three quarters of a pizza. It's like two drinks. Yeah. yeah so uh, John Smith brought all that stuff, you guys. A lot of garbage, guys. Good garbage, though. And uh, John Earler, what'd you bring? Uh, I brought two things. I like to keep it a little more uh, condensed than some people. Uh, <laughs> brought a hat, a Donald Trump-style hat honoring our small-town neighbors to the north that says, Make Pflugerville Great Again. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Pflugerville. Ooh, what's and that? Um, I brought something that I'm going to let you open, Doug. Oh. We just finished a run of Raiders of the Lost Ark. I bought some of these. Don't open that! <laughs> <laughs> There's a tiny clock bomb in there. Oh, man. It's the German guy, like, as he's about to melt uh, in a cute little doll form. It's, no, it's, it's, it's actually, like an award. Doug, it's actually a candle. You can see the wick at Oh, the it's top. a candle? So he, so he actually melts. You can actually melt the awesome. dude. Awesome. That's great. He melts great. just Sorry. like he does in the movie. I thought it was like an award. No, what a terrible award that would be. Yeah. <laughs> you are the most Nazi person on this stage. <laughs> Uh, it's a Toth. His character's name is Toth. I could not see anyone else enjoying this gift more. So I gave it to you. That's a pretty awesome uh, gift you got there. Yeah. And so somebody's going to win all that stuff after we play one more, <laughs> one more game. And, um, and also, I guess maybe at the end of the show, we'll smash that phone. Fuck yeah. 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 That seems like a real Tim League thing to do. Is just smashed the shit out of that phone. He does have anger problems. Oh, and by the way, uh, condolences to Tim League's family. He perished this week when he tried to shoot hogs out of a helicopter. <laughs> oh, shit. He shh, fell to his death. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> but we're going ahead with the festival anyway. <laughs> yeah. We got a hologram. We got a hologram Tim League introducing some of the films <laughs> and, and talking to some of the uh, uh, filmmakers. He, and he, he does a great job. Yeah, he goes absolutely hog wild. Yeah, what are you going to do? Oh, fuck you and your booze. 
Wait, wait, booze or booze? booze? Oh, no, no. B- uh, uh, both. Plural, both, both multiple much. boo. Yeah, you do a show at happy hour, people are going to get drunk and then boo. Yeah. Just, I'm going to get drunk just and what's then gonna boo happen. myself. Yeah. All right, so this is going to be a winner-take-all round of... Uh, One round? What? We got, we got it running out of time, guys. Uh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Got to keep a tight show. How many cocktails do we have at your feet? Not enough. Three? Tearing it up. Yeah. Oh, we gotta we gotta make sure they get their uh, big giant yeah, bottle. Yeah, cold brew. This is the kind of thing that's really fun to carry around for the rest of the night. <laughs> if if you're the winner, it's nice and heavy. It's 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 damp. Like it feels like it might be leaking. My girlfriend is in the audience and is motioning for me to steal that bottle of Chameleon Cold Brew. You guys like that stuff? It's she damp. awesome. Okay, it's yours. She Done. damp and possibly leaking. There you go. Now, now, oh, it's now, cold. Now, and it's cold. It's legitimately cold. It's awesome. Yeah, now somebody doesn't have to carry that around. This guy does. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that one bit. All right. Well, do you guys think we can play really fast? Yeah, we, we Okay, this. let's go really fast. Let's fast. play uh, first person to two points in uh, reverse Malton. Cool. Yeah. And uh, John won that last game. And what order were we going in when John won that game? We went John, you, me. Okay, so we'll go John, John. Okay. John, John, Chris. John, John. As we do. John, John, Chris. It's our sex position. That's right. <laughs> I'll give you three films. That's a horrific human centipede. <laughs> <laughs> like worse than a regular human centipede. I'll give you three films, John W., uh-huh. and then you tell me which one you think you know the most actors from. I'll tell you how many Leonard lists in his app, mm-hmm. and then you go ahead and bid how many you can name, and then the bidding proceeds from there. Okay. And uh, so be ready, John. Early. I'm ready. Uh, which one of these three films? Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice or Beetlejuice? <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to see if Michael Keaton would oh, suddenly appear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Batman? Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice, Batman, or Batman Returns? Which one of those? And I believe I've already given you one of the names. That's true. <laughs> so how many do you think, uh, which one do you think you know the most names in? <sighs> um, these are all fun. All right, I'm going to go are. with Batman Returns. Okay. So oh. Some people are excited about that. Uh, from 1992, and Leonard lists uh, 12 names. Okay. So how many out of the 12 that Leonard lists, you don't have to say them in order, but you just got to na- rattle them off. How many of those 12 do you think you could name? I'm going to bid one. He says the one name. So John Erler needs to be able to come up with more than one. Or challenge. I am not going to challenge. <laughs> be I, a man. You know, I think it's a respectable option to challenge him to name that one person. It's certainly from, not. The one, the one person you already named? Well, could be. He could <laughs> name one of the others. I don't, I don't think so. And knowing what I know of John Smith, I'm definitely not going to challenge him on one name. So I'm going to go with two. He says two names, mm-hmm. Chris. I'm gonna Can go you name with three of these white people? I'm going to go <laughs> with four names. Bamtastic. I'll go, go with five names. Now we're talking. Now some serious bidding going on. Uh, I'm going to go with six names. Six names from Batman Returneth. And I'm going to say David. Okay. So you got to name six of these suckers. John? When? Right now. Shit. No, it wasn't. The game isn't that you have to come up with it at some point in your lifetime. <laughs> okay. Uh, Michael Keaton. Yes. Michelle Pfeiffer. 
Danny DeVito. The guy who plays Commissioner nope. Gordon. Oh, God damn it. This is not a Peter Weir situation. I'm going to need real names. Uh, Chris O'Donnell, so good as Robin in this one. It's his debut as the boy Wonder. Wrong movie. Uh, Carson Daly makes a magnificent <laughs> appearance as the pre-Riddler. <laughs> the pri- the Priddler? The, the Priddler. They call Priddler. him the Priddler. It's great. <laughs> he's, he's just always just about to ask a question. Pre-Riddler really made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> All right, so Chris Cubis has a point. Um, so the four, Keaton, Pfeiffer, uh, DeVito, Walken. Who's your fifth? Uh, Pat Hingle. Yes. Commissioner yeah, Gordon. Michael Gordon. Goff. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Goff was Alfred. Uh, I think there was at least one more. Mm. Sucks that you don't get a point for that. Yeah, it really kind of is. Who was... Uh, it was basically three movies. Me and you, Ferraro. Me and you. Who was one of uh, uh, the Penguin's parents that said I'm adrift? Remember that? Oh, yeah, uh, and uh, Paul Rubens. Paul absolutely. Rubens, yep. yeah. Oh, that was the other one. Nice. Vincent Schiavelli, Jan Hooks. And yeah. whoever played Simone from Pee Wee. I can't remember her name. But right, was, she's not the on mom. the list, but uh, yeah, she's probably in there too. As, yeah, yeah, yeah the, the mother of the uh, weird penguin baby. <laughs> the other, we yeah. got to get rid of this weird penguin baby. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is a real Sophie's choice. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to bring it get back. Get rid of it or keep it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Simone's choice. Um, <laughs> so let's start with uh, who challenged you? Uh, I challenged. John earlier. Yeah, yeah. So we'll start with uh, John W. and then go to All Chris, right. and you get to pick between Mallrats. Oh, where's this going? Chasing Amy. Are we still wondering? <laughs> or Dogma. Mm. Which Ooh. one of those do you think you can name more people mm-hmm. from? Amy, I think the most people of all time were in Dogma, so I'm going to go with that. <laughs> Is this me picking or John? Yeah, yeah. It's John W. Oh. gets to pick. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Well, mall, mall rats. Okay. Shit. You, you thwart, I don't you know anything him about mall dogma. rats, and I know that's, everything about dogma. That's, yeah. Uh, uh, mall rats, the classic from 1995, gets uh, five, seven, ten, twelve names listed by Leonard. How many do you think you can name? Me? JWS. One name. <laughs> It's always an interesting opening bit interesting that you like, like to give. Then we go to Chris. It goes to me. Mm-hmm. I, I know I'm, drink, I, I'm, I'm drinking his milkshake. I know where he's going. I'm going two names. Okay. Surprising. I, get, I get your fucking strategy. It's not a bad strategy. No, it's a good strategy. It just depends on what the wild card over here does. Mm-hmm. All right, wild you card. Mean, you mean the pre-Riddler? <laughs> it's Priddler. It's Priddler. Priddler. John, John, what do you got? I'm going to say three names. He says three, John. I'll do four. I'll do five. This is great. <laughs> Tension. I'm going to let you do five. Okay. Okay, <laughs> for the win, getting us out almost on time even. God damn it. Five names from Mallrats. Jason Mewes, Kevin Smith, <sighs> Michael Rooker, Jason Lee, Ben Affleck. Oof. Yes, nailed it. Could probably go deeper. How much deeper can you go? Uh, Shannon Doherty. Uh, Claire Forlani. Uh, Which London? 
Jeremy Jason London. London. <laughs> no, Jeremy it's Jeremy. London. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I guess who didn't have to go any deeper than five? Yeah. <laughs> Me and Miss Peraro right here. Ethan Suplee. Sure. Uh, Joey Lauren Adams. Priscilla Barnes, of course. With the, the, yeah, with the, the three, three nipples. Yeah, yeah. yeah three That's nipples, right. I mean. <laughs> three tits, three nipples. Uh, all right, that means Chris Cubis is our winner. Woo! Enjoy your landline phone, Miss Peraro. Oh, we're going to smash the shit out of that. I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Die, motherfucker. Die, die motherfucker. Die, fool. Uh-oh, Chris is getting in there. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Oh, sh oh shit. Oh. Oh. oh, no, no. Oh, shit. Yeah, watch your, watch your eyes, everybody. Small parts. My mom gave me that phone. That was violent. That was really Fantastic Fest style. Day two, shit's already getting violent. You should be in the boxing match later tonight, I think. No, I only like hitting things. I don't like getting hit okay. back. Uh, so, uh, Miss, i got to look at it again. Peraro. Uh, come Woo! get your prizes. Come get your prize bag. You get all this stuff. Just, it's, uh, we put it in two bags, so it should be easy to carry it around. And I'm sorry about your phone. <laughs> you want to take that with you? You don't want there's, it? You don't there's want a, there's, there's a, a couple fresh good battery. batteries coming out <laughs> of it. Don't miss the battery. There's like three or four double A's Still working. Out. You can put that in your Walkman that you can use with your landline phone. <laughs> Uh, let's do some plugs. Uh, DouglasMovies.com for me. Chris Cubis, what do you got coming up? Uh, uh, if you're in Oklahoma City, I am there on the 30th at the Will Rogers Theater. So come out to that. That's going to be fun. And listen to Canceled, my podcast, where we watch, movies, uh, watch TV shows that only lasted one season. We're in the middle of Studio 60, which is horrific. Uh -huh. And we're going to start The Lone Gunman, the X-Files spinoff uh, in a couple weeks. So come out and, or don't come out. It's just an iTunes thing. You don't have to come to it, but yeah, do that. Chris Cubis, everybody. Yeah. I, just was, I was just sitting here trying to read this shithead. I want to make sure I uh, get it right for the end. Uh, John Erler, what's going on with the uh, Panakeku? Master Pancake Show's coming up this weekend. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park this weekend. Next weekend, we start The Wrath of Khan, Woo! Star Trek Two. We do that for three weekends, and then we do The Sound of Music. Featuring our very special guest star, Mary Jo Peel, from the original Mystery Science Theater 3000. That's awesome. That'll be October 23rd and 24th. And then, um, oh, we're going to do Halloween for Halloween. Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah, that should be fun. There's lots of kind of parts you can talk during. Are you saying it's a very quiet movie? It is. It's, it's not very, very chatty at all. Yes. That's a lot true. of John Carpenter just wailing on his synth. <laughs> <laughs> the the Coupe de Ville's is the name of his band. And it's, yeah, yeah. It's three notes too. It's only three notes. Bing bong bong, bing bong bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong bong, bing bong bong, bing bong bing bong. Atmosphere. And John W. Smith. I'm also in the Master Pancake Wrath of Khan show. Oh yeah. Get out there, motherfucker. Nice, yeah, you it's sit great. in with those guys all the time. Uh, You're a master Moto Panakeiko. Is a Moto Panakeiko! Awesome fucking show. Yes. Uh, we do. We sat in on Superman 4 the other day. That was a super fun show. Yes, we had uh, Superman 4 with guys. Mark Pillow. We dug, it was a pillow-thon. Uh, we had Mark Pillow, the original nuclear man from Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. 
lot of people have wondered if he was still alive, and we, we found him, and he's very healthy, and he is a pervert. Um, no, he's not a pervert. He's, he's a family man, but he got awfully handsy in the skit. Um, Ooh. With uh, some people. Uh, we do Geech You Drink here on uh, Wednesday nights. They do it all over the country. Uh, also, the Alamo Draft House. We show movies just about every day, so... Yeah. I do our Twitter and Facebooks and whatnot, so follow us and whatnot. Thank we're, you we're very gonna, much. We're going to be in L.A. and uh, San Francisco in the next... Actually, San oh. Francisco later on this year. Oh, and, great. Uh, That's awesome. Next year. Well, look for them, you guys. Let's hear it one more time for all my guests. John W. Smith, John Erler, Chris Cubis. For the people listening and the folks here that uh, snuck in, both of my shows next Wednesday fall under the back half passes here at the festival, plus there's a standby line. So come see me interrupt Roar, the most fucked up movie ever. Uh, and also come see uh, Chronicon, also a pretty fucked up thing, because it was just me fucked up at Comic-Con and we filmed it, <laughs> and somehow people enjoy watching it. And uh, thank you to everybody who came out to the highball and Yay! the highball for having us. Keith left when he didn't, he didn't get his name tag pick and he just like took off. He's like, fuck this. <laughs> I know you have things to do. I just wanted to mention you again, Ruckus Cafe. And as always, the people's front of Judea is a shithead. What? I, that's an intense one. Is that about one. the Pope? What is that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I should that's, say that. I'm gonna it's get, for money. money yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to have to apologize. I'm going to get in trouble with the people's front of Judea. And then everyone, everyone running for the GOP presidential nomination yeah. is a shithead. Once again, today's episode of Doug Those Movies is brought to you by DraftKings. One week fantasy football at DraftKings means every moment of every game could take you closer to a life-changing payday. Play when you want and pick a new team every time. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use the promo code MOVIE and play for free with your first deposit in this Sunday's Million Dollar Fantasy Contest. Only at DraftKings.com, DraftKings.com, DraftKings.com. Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes him 